Welcome to Dice Saga! Welcome back to Dice Saga, everybody. Um, as told before in the previous uh, Dice Saga lore episode, we are changing up the format a little bit. Um, and so we're going to do a little bit more production quality value. I'm not sure about quality. <laughs> the game is what it is. But we're going we're gonna to run a little bit of a tighter show. So hopefully everyone enjoys that. Um, I think I think we will, but we've gotten a little bit of extra time on our hands where we can actually play a little more regular. So we're going to try and record it like a more regular show instead of just uh, as willy nilly as we have. So, you anyway. know, you know, <laughs> you know. I mean, what are you going to do? Right, right. So, how's life? How's 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 it been treating you? Honestly, pretty good right now. Yeah, job's good. Um financially we're not too bad yeah so like wishing wishing i could say the same on the job part i think i'm about to change careers but i'm not entirely sure so you can always come join me bro <laughs> i know man i know anyway last time you uh you spoke with Azrael at the at the par station i know we talked about this beforehand are you wanting to role play it or are you wanting to just kind of hand wave it in uh role play it man okay might as well like kick it off <clears throat> all right we uh while listening back to uh, to find a, a piece of information that I had forgotten because I forgot to take notes, I realized something that his character definitely would have remembered, <laughs> um, and that was a request from Ard. So uh, this should have been on the tail end of last episode. We're going to go ahead and add it in here um, before he leaves the far station and then goes about his business. But in the last episode, he had went to the far station to speak with Azrael, to find out about the troops amassing on your eastern wall, I believe. Yeah, sure. That works. I'm thinking. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be this one, right? <coughs> yeah, the eastern wall. Um, and the security of the river gate. So while you were there, you discovered a few things and the fact that the gate was indeed secure. Azrael was, uh, had it under control. And that he could move a little more troops if necessary, but you know your wife's moving some troops to the wall as well. And then he spoke to you about the large orc encampment across the river. Um, and this is a really wide river, by the way. I, I, we never really talked about or covered that, but the river itself is about 80 feet across. Okay. Um, so, very, very large river. Swift moving, slow moving. In places, right? In places. Okay. And, you're, and your, your district is big enough that there would be places of both slow and swift okay. movement. At this point at the river gates, because of all the disruption of the gates and everything, it is probably slow moving just because of like water locks and stuff. Gotcha. So. Uh, you know, knowing my character and his plans for this place, there's probably a lot of irrigation channels and stuff like that too. Right, so. right. Oh, yeah, water is carried from here all throughout your district, but this would be the main river. Gotcha. So, okay. But you do see this giant orcish encampment, I would say. I wouldn't even say an encampment. What you're looking at across the river is a... Okay, so I explained this in the other game. I'm not entirely sure I've explained it in yours. So 
So okay. what you have um, in terms of society and city and build and all that is probably what is more akin to a medieval style of building with a modern layout. Okay. Because of the need to build up, because of the need for the population, you have things akin to skyscrapers and large buildings and things right. like that. And so what you're looking at is what you would see in a large city now, which is a complex. So a series of buildings that all face in and create a central courtyard so that there is some natural space, but that you are housing as many people in this area as possible. Okay. And in front of that complex is a massive orcish barricade. And just over the barricade, you can see the top of what appears to be a traditional orcish yurt. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, it is heavily fortified, but the gate is open. You can see firelight, because I believe it was uh, close to nightfall whenever you were at the far side. Right. You can see firelight coming from the open gate. It is not closed or barred. Okay. Okay. Um, cool. I'm going to go there, I guess. Well, Actually, yeah. I need to talk to Azrael first. Okay. Um, and you don't have to go here right away. You can... Right. You, can, uh, you said something about possibly wanting to talk to Grunk. Yeah. Uh, before you walked into this place, but... Yeah, I feel like I'm going to need a little backup. You could also roll culture checks if you want to see if you can figure out what you should do to walk in here alone. Gotcha. Um, without talking to him. Okay. You know, that, that's up to you. I'll do that first. Uh, but you need to talk to Azrael. So. Yeah, I need to talk to Azrael. Um, so he's about to see you out of the far station. Okay. I'm just going to like turn to him and be like, Azrael. Yes. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with Odd. The mouthpiece of the king. Yes, yes, the voice of the king. Um, <laughs> the voice of anyone who hears. Right. <laughs> uh, I have been in discussions with him. Um, he has asked for a level of discretion for some things that he wants to move through our district. All right. What should I be looking for? Oh, you know that there's a symbol. I'm sorry. There would be a symbol on the packaging and on the boat and stuff okay. that would be identifiable that he would have shared with you. Okay, I'm going to describe this yeah. symbol to him uh, and tell him that he's going to be looking for that. Uh, basically, if you see packages, uh, shipments, paperwork that has this emblem on it, uh, this is coming directly through by odds, direct control. Um, do not stop it. If anything, help get it out of the city faster. Should we be worried about this? Um, we shouldn't be. But right. those who are working against us should be. This is for our help. Very good. I can make that happen, sir. Thank you. Um, I understand that you can't man this place the entire time, so... I will pass it on to my subordinates. One or two that you trust wholly. Farewell. Uh, with that, I'm going to wish him farewell. Soldier salute, you know, type thing. He salutes. Um, Lord Commander. Uh, and then I am guess I'm going to walk off a distance so that I'm not, like, com keeping him from doing anything right. Right, right. But I'm going to be, I'm in, I'm in thought now. I'm trying to think 
about of how this. <laughs> to approach this situation here. Okay, so about a hundred yards down the way, there is a bridge that crosses the river. Okay, um, and it is fairly dark in this area. Um, Azrael tends to keep it darker in this area. He has very good night vision. Okay, and it is easier for him to do his job if it is. So you know that this area, for one, also maintained uh, by a presence of knights or guards or right. whatever. But it being dark is not necessarily a problem. Okay. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm going to do one of them there culture checks that you talked about. Would that What would that be exactly? Um, and this would be knowledge local. Knowledge local. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. So what you know of orcs is that, at least orcs in modern society, uh -huh. right? So we're going to do two different ones because you do have knowledge that they are trying to bring back the old ways. Right, right. <laughs> so also roll me a knowledge history. Knowledge history. And so we can kind of hit both sides of this. Well, that's going to be a 13. Okay. So you know about the same of both, which is actually pretty good. Um. So what you know about orcs in modern society is that they are generally um, the lower class of people. Okay. And when I say that, they don't view themselves as the lower class, but a lot of society does, so they end up falling into that role. So gotcha. think, um, think inner city, right? How a lot of people just kind of end up trapped. Gotcha. And that's where the orcs are. They're not necessarily lower class people. They're not worse off people or anything in that regard. But they do end up kind of trapped in a role that's not necessarily their own. I gotcha. Okay. They stick to their own in order to survive avoid. and avoid the troubles that come along with it. And a lot of that has to do with the history of the orcs. Gotcha. So what you know of the history of the orcs is that there were a lot of wars with the orcs. Right. Okay. Um, and that Grosjeel led them away from that and brought them back to a civilized situation. Okay. You do know that before there were wars with the orcs, and I would even let you roll another history specifically for before the wars with the orcs, because the wars with the orcs would be somewhat common knowledge, and this would have more to do with the lich himself. Okay. 17. Okay. The reason the orcs were back on the mainland, you know them to be islanders for the most part. The reason they were back on the mainland is because the lich attacked them first okay. during the Second Age and drove them back to the mainland. While they were on the islands, they were a peaceable people. And when they came back, some stigma that existed from before they went to the islands caused trouble and the orcs are a warlike people. And they weren't going to have it. And it started a war that ringed out through most of the world, or at least the continent, um, and lasted a good 60 years okay. before they were driven back and broken into smaller tribes and then became little better than thugs or monsters in the woods, essentially, until Grosjeel came. Okay. And when he came back, he brought them back to a societal level and was able to reintegrate them into society. Okay. So, from that, you would probably know from their warrior culture 
also I'm saying you're looking across the river at this place and you see a giant sign on top of it that in Orcish okay. says Orcala. Orcala? Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so you have a feeling that maybe there is some religious, um, and if you want to roll a knowledge religion to see what you might know about the religion of the orcs, yeah. you're more than welcome. Yeah, that's another pretty <laughs> pretty strong one I got going on here, too. Do you like Orkala? That's great. I love it. Ooh, 22. Okay. I so am you... a pious man. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so you know the orcs to follow the god Njord. He is the god of the sea and water. Okay. They are not on the sea. So they probably feel lost here anyway. Gotcha. Right? Especially in all of this, this buildings, this stone, this all of this crap, right? Right. You know that they were island people before, right? Okay. Um, seeing Orkala across the top of this probably lets you know that this person in here is probably trying to push the ideal of orc first. Okay. Because they've been stamped down by society for so long. He's probably sick of it. And he's strong enough to actually do something about it. Okay. Right? You also know just from your own city that the areas around this place are not being raided or hit or destroyed by the orcs. Right. They are keeping this place safe and fed and whatever else. And you don't have a lot of problems in that regard, but there are people who go hungry in your district. Right. There's people who go hungry everywhere. Right. I think we talked about it in episode two or three at the end of it um, about the population and the actual demand that is on the system. Um, that even with magic, if everything doesn't go right for a grow season, people go hungry. Right. Like it's you guys are population max, right? Like, right. <laughs> So, as part of keeping crime down, you, in your district, you have your knights, and you guys do actually deal with a lot of crime and, and take care of it. Mm -hmm. But you can't be everywhere. Right. And these people, for a while, have been taking care of it in theirs, and it has relieved your people to take care of it elsewhere. Right. So, this is something you know, just as the Lord of the Area, and it was easy enough to just let them keep doing it. Right. Has but there... think of... Uh, like the Vatos and stuff, how they take care of their communities. Right. So technically they're criminals, and they do engage in criminal activity right. from time to time, but they are more community-focused than crime-focused. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I got you. So, like, has there been any, like, envoys or, like, correspondence between my father and these people? No. There's none. Like, we've shared zero correspondence. Most people are too afraid to walk in that gate. Okay. Gotcha. I guess situation has uh, <laughs> dictated it because... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Most people are too afraid to walk in that gate. And from what I'd say, everything that you know says that if you walked in that gate with a force, you would meet the force. Right. Okay. Um... Off of these roles, would I know the appropriate way to approach them by myself, or should I? Like Customs-wise? Yeah. Sure. Okay. 
uh, or um, would it? Would it I, be... I think you would probably know that by now, just from your experience with Grunk. Okay. So it's not necessary for me to go get somebody like Grunk to walk with me. I don't think so. No, and not to mention, as though he has probably used some people here. He doesn't live here. I gotcha. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, but there are, you know, there is uh, the the banners of the Blood Rage and stuff are also at the corners of this place and whatnot. You do okay. know that it's a uh, it's gang territory for sure. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess uh, it's not a criminal organization so much as it is a community based uh, type of place. I got you. All right, I'm headed there. I'm on my way. <laughs> So let's just do this. Okay. So you uh, walk up to the gates. Oh, you yeah, need a, you need, need a miniature. Need a miniature. You need a yeah. miniature. Oh god. I have screwed up. <laughs> I just realized that my dude ain't out here. Yep. Yeah, I just realized that as well. Uh, you do know that orcs would probably allow you. Um, Maybe not in such kind words, but such things as parlay. You may be able to talk to this man and figure some things out. Mm -hmm. um, you might have to fight him. You know, just, you know, just saying. It is what it is. <laughs> not the first fight I've been in today. Fair enough. How's your health? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, pretty good right now. Okay, because you haven't rested, so I haven't rested, but I did take some potions. Okay. Um, uh, I would also say you probably took um, at least a short rest when you were at lunch, so if you wanted to roll hit die, you could as well. Yeah. Uh, well, according to this, I have max health. Okay, so, so you're good. All right. So I don't know if maybe I just did a, a reset at the end of the session last time. You or... may have healed up total. I don't know. I do remember I taking remember. a it's, potion. It's been a minute. Uh, I also remember eating lunch, and there was something that dragon. Yeah, you got uh, damage whatever. reduction five for fire okay. for three days. Gotcha. You were resistant to fire for five points of fire damage. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Okay. So, so the way DR works is every time you get hit by it, you can subtract five from the total damage taken. Okay, if it's fire related. Right. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Uh, obviously, I'm going to make sure I don't have any weapons out or anything like that. Um, There's a gun in your hands. Well, right. In no, my no, yeah. hands. <laughs> On your back. That's why I think I need to get a couple more made <laughs> for this type of thing. Uh, you declared it. I'm good. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, but, so... I'm on my Shadow Mount Henry. I'm just going to ride up to the gate and uh, see if anybody hmm. is. The orcs, very similar to the way they were in Bright. Okay. The way those orcs were. Maybe not as much crime and uh -huh. more community, right? Right. But the way they band together, the way they... Very similar attitude, at least. Right? Okay. You saw Bright, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. Years ago, but uh, yeah. But you 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 get the idea. At least. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you just want to walk on in? I'm going to ride up to the gate to where somebody can see me. I'm, I don't want to just walk in unless... 
Okay. I'm not a, I'm not an intruder. Yeah, I don't want enough. to be an intruder. You're gonna like peep around and whatnot and try and see what's in there? Uh or are you just gonna wait? I mean I'm gonna right up to a point where I can see. I guess I'll roll a perception check, see what I can see. Okay. Yeah. Um that's gonna be big. <laughs> really big. You got a big perception. Yeah, I do now, thanks to those <laughs> those peeps. Yeah. Uh that Twelve plus seven, uh, twenty twenty nine. Okay. So you've ridden up far enough to be seen, yes. Okay. Yeah. Or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what I would say, if you're far enough to be seen, you can pretty well see um, most of what's in this area, right? Okay. So I'm just going to read you the description of the area because okay. you can see ninety percent of it. Like okay. obviously, you can't see what's right here. Right. But um, so. Um, there's large orcish barricades uh, that border the outskirts of the encampment. Eleven tall buildings set in a complex um, within the barricades uh, with blood rage, iconography, and um, blacked out windows on the buildings make up the complex. Okay. On the outsides. The okay. windows on the insides are not blacked out. Okay. Okay. Um, in the center of the buildings is a massive courtyard with a huge orcus yurt taking up about a quarter of the area. The rest of the area has training dummies, archery targets um, to the right, and an armory to the left, along with some stables, animals, and other food goods. Right. Okay. Close to the entrance, but beyond the armory, is a small portion of land where the river has been dug out from the bank runs through here and then back out to the river and over top of that is built a small temple to okay. yord and that's where this guy is gotcha okay um a large ring of wood takes up a portion of space in the middle of the open space oh i know what that and is and that would be here I know what that is. <laughs> That's a battle ring. That's a fighting ring right there. Uh, okay. <laughs> so someone has seen me? Yes, okay. I'm sure someone has, yeah. Like, there are whatnot. But they're not, like, making any moves at you or anything okay. like that. They just acknowledge that you're there and go about their business. Okay. I'm going to... Right up to the gate and basically summon Henry back into the blood. Okay. And then just kind of step forward until somebody stops me. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to walk forward a little bit and hold on. I'm going to put him where he actually is. And a orc with a long blue overcoat okay. <laughs> walks up to you. This coat um, looks as though it may have been cobbled together from a couple of different coats, and it appears to be an old naval jacket. Okay. Um, walks up to you. He has a large spear in hand, but he's not bearing it. Um, like, what business is yours? I wish to speak with the leader of this community. And why should we let you? You're just a human. I may be just a human, but I'm also the lord of this land, and I wish to make friends. 
Did you bring gifts for the Lord of this land? May have. <laughs> and you know orcs to be arrogant. Right. Who they are. <laughs> okay. It's like, I may have brought gifts, but they will be given to him. All right. I'll see if he's not too busy for you. And you see him. He just kind of walks off puffed up a little bit more than you think he probably stands normally. Right. right. And he goes into the yurt and he disappears for a little while. Um, he's like, hey, hey. This guy over here, he's like, oh, hey. I'm going to approach him. Need weapons? Make the best. What do you have? Well, all manner of blade. And he pulls out this orcish blade that just looks god-awful. <laughs> um, but you do see a sheen to it that is uh, unnatural. Like, see this beauty? I call it the Ripper. It is an interesting blade. Well, all those notches do a lot of damage. There's too much in knighthood and whatnot in keeping a sword pretty. People don't realize that this really tears you up. <laughs> uh. Do you produce a lot of these blades? I produce as many as is needed. How do they work against the undead? Well, the undead don't bleed, so a ripper probably not so grand. But... And he goes back here and he finds a mace that is on his, uh, his rack and he brings it up and he sets it down and he's like, that has holy water in it. Ah. It gives a little bit of extra damage to undead, as it were. We don't deal with a ton of them here. I mean, what zombies brave enough to walk through those gates? True, but this can... Give you an edge if you had to fight some undead up close. Um, can I do like some kind of like check on it, mm -hmm. like a religion check or something like that? You can roll knowledge, religion, or knowledge arcana. Okay. Uh, the same score. Four. You believe him? <laughs> I mean, are you trying to like identify it? Yeah, sort of. Uh, so you can't really identify the magical properties of it, but it does have a sheen to it that it shouldn't as just a roughly crafted mace. So, like, you could believe that there is some magic involved. Okay. Uh, also, you can roll both of those. 20 modded. For Arcana or Arcana. Religion? Okay. Uh, yeah, so this is a mace of radiance and as radiant energy comes from it it will do damage and it will produce five extra damage to an undead target okay um it'd be like a plus five weapon to not to attack but to damage beyond your you. normal attack and right. all that it'd be a plus five to undead how many of these do you have hmm, maybe two like I said, it's not a big market for it here. How much is it for for one? For one, I'd be seven hundred gold pieces. If I was to commission, say, ten of these pieces, what would it cost me then? Well, since I'm just a soft-skinned human and all that, <laughs> don't pay no attention to him. 
He's angry. His wife left him three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough to make a man pissed. Well, he should be pissed at himself. He was diddling around somewhere else. Orcish women don't take no shit, so... <laughs> <laughs> Call him red-handed, she did. Ah, <laughs> well... As it were, what I would say is that if you wish to buy in bulk, first off, it will take me a moment to produce. However, I could produce ten of these for, say, five thousand instead of the seven that it should cost. Very well. Uh, I'll buy the ten. I'll pay you up front now, and I ask that you deliver them to Grunk. Are you familiar with him? Yes, I've delivered a few things to him. I'm sure you've, if you know him, you've seen his weaponry. I've noticed some of it. I provided that. Well, I guess you know he has a camp of people there that he is responsible for taking care of. Um, I feel like uh, they've been dealing with some undead issues there. This might be of use to them. If you would, deliver them when they're done. Gladly. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and I'm going to pay him out. All of it up front. Okay, yeah. Uh, try to garner a little goodwill. He does. He reaches out to shake your hand. Okay. Which you don't expect, obviously. Okay. From the way these people are. Uh, when he does, though, he grabs your wrist, not your hand. Okay, so like a yeah. soldier's... Right. Yeah. It will be done. Give me three days. I appreciate it. I'm sure they they will appreciate these weapons even more. <laughs> See this massive orc come out, and he is wearing armor. He has a big blade, and he is putting on a big show. We'll just say, right? Okay. <laughs> human! Where is the human? I am going to... Uh shift around like I'm looking at these weapons a little bit. Okay. Hold on. He does not see you. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out a little further, say, to the edge of the wooden circle. Okay. Look. And you see him, he's just kind of looking around. It's not, I mean, it's firelight in here. Right. You know. It's dark. It's firelight. And you see him holler out to this man who comes over. He's like, where is the human? You can hear him. He's talking loudly on purpose. Right. Right. And are you looking at them or are you purposefully trying not to? Oh, I, I, I'm looking at them, but it's I'm ignoring him. Right. Okay. Okay. That's the trick. That's the ticket. Right, right. So this guy points over to you because... Everyone in this area has been watching you the entire time. Right. Right? And you see him, he just kind of, like, runs back. And boom, boom, boom. This guy's taking big steps on purpose. Right. Well, actually, roll a sense motive. Let's see what all you actually know about his body language. Sense motive is going to be 28. <laughs> okay. He is very much putting on a show for the people around him. Okay. Not for you. Okay. He's like, 
You there, human, you wish to speak to me. I'm going to turn around and like, ah, you must be the man in charge of this community. Yes, I am Kraken. I am Soldianero Shadowsong. <laughs> I had to look at my, my character sheet. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to give him like a nod of the head. So, so, so. You can call me Nero. Nero. Yes, sir. It's quite the name you have there. Did you earn it or was it given to you? I guess you could say Nero was my give, my earned name. Soldier Nero was my given name. A man who earns his name is worth something anyway. At least to his friends. Would you join me in the tent? I would be glad to. I'm just going to go off with him to the tent. He turns and walks in front of you so that it appears as though he is not afraid. You can still tell from your role that he is putting on a show with gotcha. people around him. This guy's not in there anymore. You guys walk into the yurt. This place is um, a workish paradise, okay. we'll say, right? Like, think of... Bearskins and totems? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Um, so... Imagine a cabana in Hawaii. Like, this is a palace cabana okay. inside this yurt, right? Okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> He's like, make yourself comfortable. The show, unfortunately, for the men. <laughs> I understand. I hear you did right by one of mine. I tried to. I heard you earned his respect the right way, too. I don't figure you need to earn mine that way, do you? And he holds up his fist, and you notice that, like, in his skin is embedded sharp bone that is has grown. The skin has grown around. It has uh, been there for a while. <laughs> I earned his respect because that's what he wanted that way. Very well. I feel like you walked into this place not expecting something of us, and... Most humans expect something of us. And I see that for what it is. I also saw you drop money, which most humans won't. I don't mind to spend the coin on quality goods. It's an excellent blacksmith. Don't let the look of the work fool you. The weapons are quite good. Of course, I'm expected to carry a certain type of weapon because of the positions I hold, but... Yeah, um, knighthoods I, and whatnot. Exactly. But I'm I sure he showed you a ripper or two. <laughs> he did. He tried to sell me the ripper right out the gate. Well, don't be fooled by that clean blade of yours. A ripper's a damn fine weapon on a battlefield. Cause a man to bleed out. The faster they die, the less they fight. Well, these days I focus more on things that don't bleed. Fair enough. But... Let's be honest with one another. You didn't come here to buy weapons. I did not. So what do you need of me? I was hoping we could strike a friendship. You see him contemplate for a moment. That's fun. <laughs> What's in it for the orcs? We've been trampled on plenty. I'm tired of it. We're not second class, and we shouldn't be relegated to it. I agree. I never wanted you to be second class. Well, fair enough, but your father did, and your father's father, and then before. Well? 
The reality is, is that the reason why the orcs and the blood rage even exists at all is because of that trampling. I'm trying to make that change. As am I. My father no longer is in control of these lands. I am. I am in charge of the knights. My wife is in charge of the soldiers. I am in charge of this land. Anything that happens here will go through me. I must be okay with it. So, I have come to you in hopes that we can strike an arrangement, begin a friendship, and uh, hopefully come to some kind of relationship between our peoples. I'm going to do something in a second that you're going to hate and laugh at all at the same Okay. Time. Of course you are. You'll, uh, you'll recognize it as soon as you hear it, even though it won't sound exactly the same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the... A close personal friend of mine, Grosjeel, who was involved in part of my upbringing, my training as a child. He's the orc, right? Yes, he is. And because of that, I have never held the same distrust of the orcish people. And at this point, I'm just going to uh, draw from my memory something that was probably close and personal uh, from Njord. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the orcs respect dearly. I'm going to say it, recite it to him. Yeah, because you rolled orcish. pretty good on that religion roll. So. Yeah. I'm going to recite it to him in orcish uh, so that he knows that I'm, I'm not just pulling this out of my butt, right? Like so what is... you would say is that the sea always comes back to the land. Okay. All right, so I'm going to say that But that in the orcish. land cannot exist without the sea. Okay. I'm going to say that in orcish. Well... You was no thinking you're better than the orcs, and I like that. I think we can make an arrangement, Nero. Good. That's what I, that's what I want. Then, in this regard, what I would ask from you, because my men are ready to fight. We're ready. That's all we know how to do anymore. It's in our blood. Being landlocked brings it out heavier. Nord brought peace to us mm -hmm. when we went to the sea. I don't know how much you know of our history, but you obviously know some. When we went to the sea, peace was brought to us. And when we were driven back, war was driven back in with us. As long as we're away from the sea, we have a craving to fight. Now... I would still like to lead my men, but we could fight for you. I have no problems with that, if you're okay with taking orders. I mean, fighting's fighting, and I'm trying to quell a din of wolves in a rabbit patch. If you can give them blood, or... Bone, on maybe? blood, <laughs> And you both laugh fiercely, I'm sure. If you can give them blood, I can keep them under control. I think those arrangements can be made. And I think we can be friends. Not Good. to mention, it's been quite a while since my blade has been into something. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's not me. I have 150 ready-bodied warriors here. We're able to go to battle tomorrow if necessary. And more that could be mustered if necessary. Um, those are just 
the orcish men who are ready to fight tomorrow. There are plenty of other younglings that could fight, and that is not to mention the orcish mothers who fight more fierce than all of us. Well, the numbers I like. Would any... I feel like it would go a long way amongst uh, my people and your people if, let's say, you pick out a handful. They don't have to be your finest warriors, but maybe individuals who are willing to learn. Come and train with my knights. Join the ranks. And then potentially come back and be leaders in your community. I would say that would probably be best served for some of the younglings that are coming up. Okay. Mostly because these men here have already had battle beaten into them. We do things differently here. Right. The Orcish mothers teach our young how to fight because they are the best among us. They're the most important among us. That is why they do not fight themselves. Because only orcish mothers give birth to orcish warriors. Oh my gosh. That being said. <laughs> you love it, don't yeah, you? I told you. <laughs> that's good. That being said. If they need to, they will defend this place to the last drop of blood. And if we are akin in that regard, they will defend your place to the last drop of blood too. Because... The orcs claim their own, as their own, blood really doesn't matter. But you can't get a warrior like these from other blood. That's just a fact. These people, their biology is built for it. Their minds are forged for it. They just fight. And when they're not doing that, they try to survive the rest of the world. Right. We're not made for it, as it were. That's probably why my people ended up in the position that they are in, but I would like for them to be powerful once more. And I think our friendship can make that happen. I can send ten of the younglings that are coming up. Now, as long as you are all right with the age, I know your people are weird about that. What age are we talking? Six, seven. Eh, that's fine. My seven-year-old is off at... Uh... Paladin training right now. Well, they are, and he kind of leans out and opens the tent just a bit, and he points out here to this boy who is firing. Okay. And I say boy because that's what he is. That boy is eight, to give you an idea of what you're going to be getting. Gotcha. <laughs> you may not know the lifespan of the orcs, but the lifespan is long, but the raising period is short. When you're born in litters, you have to be. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I have no issues with that age. Um, I have just admitted a an entire unit, I guess you could say, of lizard folk. Oh, yes. That are approximately a year to two years old. The cresting year, yes. So each culture is different. Each species are, is different. But... People don't know, you know. I know. Well, hopefully this is something that we can change. I like that. Now, I can help you with something, since you were willing to help me. Okay. You have a cult running around. 
I know where they are. That would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> it's something only I've only heard of recently. Yes. Well, my people saw them sneaking about and down into their cellar the other day. We thought to make make short work of it ourselves. And what I would tell you this, you don't want to go in there with an army. You want to go in sneaky. You want to go in quiet. Try and get past their magics. Whatever they have on that door just kept bringing in undead. The more men I put in, the more came out. When we brought it down to just one warrior, nothing happened. Mm. I can give you the location of this place, and I do not know what's down there, because by the time we figured that out, it was getting close to daylight, and... Well, I'm sure you know that a panic in a place this size would just be a nightmare, so it didn't seem like a good idea to go down. We were mustering up the way to figure to go back down, but I feel like this is something you've been wanting to do anyway. You're absolutely right. Well, if drunk is any indication, what he says of you is mighty big. Well, I think pretty highly of the man myself. Well, he pulls out a piece of skin or whatever, and it has a map on it of this section of the city. Mm -hmm. And he pricks his hand and marks on it with blood the location of the cellar. Okay. It's behind a large house that sits kind of alone. You will see two cellar doors at the back that lead down. Thank you. Yes. Hopefully we can rid the city of another problem. Do you know if any of the uh, houses surrounding are involved with this as well? Not that I could tell. We watched them for many days before we decided to try to deal with it. Um, we decided to try to deal with it when they snatched someone and carried them through. I don't like that. I haven't seen that person come back out yet, though. Taking a drink of whatever it was he may have given me. <laughs> well, it's grog. <laughs> <laughs> it hits. It is a liquid form of milk. Okay. And bread. Milk and bread? That is fermented. I thought you were about to hit me with some old... Uh, um... Oh, shit. Oops. Genghis Khan. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Uh, milk and piss. Milk and milk and, <laughs> milk and blood. blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milk and blood. Milk. And no, blood this would be. Um, do you know the description of Mutter's milk from Firefly? Yes, that. Okay. <laughs> all right. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not great, but it gets you all the nutrients you need. <laughs> the next time we sit and chat like this, I'll bring something to share with you. Oh, I like that. Um, I will see to this matter immediately. Um, would you like to go or send someone with me to see that it's done properly? Well, from what I saw, you send more than one person to the door, and you just fight undead until they, until you walk away, or I guess until you're dead. I'm not entirely sure. All right. 
Whatever kind of magic is on that door is pretty impressive. You might be able to learn from it. When you get done, I can send my priest over. He would be quite interested to deal with or look at at least the magics on that place. Between your priest and my priest, I bet we could come up with something. Sounds like a plan. All right. I'm going to reach out and offer my arm for a shake. He grabs it, pulls you in for like a bro hug. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to you know, pat him on the shoulder, reach around and pat him on the shoulder, finish off that bro hug. He reaches up into his mouth and pulls a tooth from his head. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's still bloody. He takes a, like a, looks like a sewing awl and punches a hole in it and runs a leather cord through it and hands it to you. Take it. Like, I don't know what you know of the orcish magic, but we operate on blood, not arcane. That will work similar to a sending stone, so you can contact me if you need to. Thank you. I will keep it close. Very well. I'll be able to contact you if I need to as well with the same thing. Okay. It'll light up or something, I'm not entirely sure. We've not much need for them, but right. I do know the magics. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. I'm basically... You can roll an arcana on that, or even religion, if you want to know how it works exactly, because it is not your normal magic. Okay. That's you. up to you. I'll deal with that at a later date. Okay. Um, basically, I'm going to tell them, it's like, send whatever younglings you choose to the Knight's Temple. Um... Should you have unruly warriors you wish to be trained with mine, you can send them this way as well. I may do that. <laughs> I wouldn't send the civilized. <laughs> uh, uh, something tells me I will be sending some people to speak with you anyway. Many different styles of fighting mesh meshed into one individual, one warrior, can be of great use. It can. It can. Very well. And I will see you, hopefully... With skulls on your belt. The skulls in a bag, maybe. <laughs> Good hunting. All right. He claps you on the back. All right. And I'm going to turn and head out. Uh, it gonna... is the middle of the night. You can do what you wish. I am... Uh... You are not to the point of exhaustion. You, I think you have 12 more hours before you hit exhaustion levels. Okay. So you have plenty of time to do whatever you want to do at this point. And the location is not that far away, so that's up to you. Is uh, he at the, the entrance to his his tent by any chance so he can see me? Yeah, he's okay. watching you. I'm just going to walk out here in a little ways, and I'm going to look back, and I'm going to nod my head off to him and like summon Henry to raise me up from the ground and like do a little uh, rearing and like <laughs> you know neigh and all that stuff. And yeah. Just, take off and i'm headed to the house okay he nods as you as you turn <laughs> and we will call it a day right there all right do you like the orcs i do like the orcs. could have went down so many different ways yeah i really expected you to put me in the ring with him it honestly. is a home gang ring yeah yeah uh i really expected it to turn out that way well you had good relations with someone that he trusts yeah then that helps but also among that because of some of your actions when you came in changed his point of view as well and the fact that he rolled a two <laughs> <laughs> that'll do it that'll do it <laughs> on a 
on a sense motive, um, he believed you. Well, that helps. So I'm genuine in this. So <laughs> I know, like, but you know what I mean too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whether you rolled higher or rolled low, yeah. I think you got the same feeling. I rolled a sense motive, and it was a two, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Uh. <laughs> now, I've always liked the way you run the orcs. You know, just not these raging monsters that. Well, they're people, man. Right. Well, they should be. I believe there is good and bad in everybody, and you can have good and bad in orcs or tiefling or humans. Some of my best villains were humans. Right. Right. Some of my greatest heroes were orcs. Yeah. You know. I like this because it does kind of mirror a little bit of modern day society, and I'm not going to get into politics. We don't do that here. Right. But I we like... We'll do that after we hang up the... Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Everyone discusses their own politics. I don't care what you believe, honestly, you know. But I like, I like the, the ideal of because the way this city is, and because of the history of the orcs, running them very similar to the way some of the minority people get treated a lot of the time. Right. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a symptom of a bigger problem. Right. You know. And so, having a means to bring them out of that, because they don't want to be there. Right. I like that too. Well, that's one of the, one of the reasons why I decided I wanted to send some of his guys, if at all possible, to train with the Knights because they're very religious in nature and mm -hmm. there's a commonality between their god, Njord. Well, he's and, also one of yours. Right, and like there's, they have that god and that appreciation and we have a temple that has Njord's, you know, yeah. visure on it. Yeah, absolutely. So like he may not be the chosen deity. No, I mean, this guy could probably sit down with Shadow for hours. Pro yeah. You know. Yeah. Which I think would be a cool thing to arrange. His name is Greylick, by the way. I'm not okay. sure if I said that in the conversation. I think he just called him my priest. Yeah, that's what he, that's okay. what he said. Because uh, I think that would be an interesting little little thing, <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know. I've always liked the way I ran the works. And it wasn't always that way. I used to run them the way they, they were, just classically in fantasy. Right. But at a certain point, I was just like, man, you could make some really cool shit with these. Yeah. Why do they have to be bad guys? Right. Yeah. And that's when I just slowly started creating them into what they were. And because of, because of that I run everything on a Viking scale, right. I was just like, in my mind, I was like, where would they fit into that? And Njord made the most sense to me because he was kind of outcast as well. Right. Not fully. Right. But... As so far as the Viking gods go, he was on the outskirts of it. And I was like, these people are on the outskirts. He would absolutely claim them. Right. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. Njord, god of the ocean, right? Like, the yeah. ocean cannot be controlled. It cannot be contained. Right. Therefore, like, being cooped up in a small... Power and rage and beauty and peace all in the same right. ball. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And, that, and that's, that's actually when they became islanders, was whenever I figured out who they would, who would take them. Right. Yeah, no, it works. It works, like, it works it, really well. Because, it, I don't know, it, it was a really cool evolution to see. But I like it. I always have. In either case, <laughs> you know a location of the cult. Yeah, that's... Uh, Are you excited? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to be... Uh, 
you know, I've been able, I've managed to avoid most of the fights so far. I know with diplomacy, <laughs> and I know this is going to be a full on fight. It's going to be a fight, uh, yeah. and because of that, I'm not super familiar with you know my <laughs> because, dude's fighting well, yeah, prowess. Because right? yeah, because you've you've played this very 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 good as a lord, right? And and a good lord at that, and so yeah, you have avoided a lot of the fight. Um, and, and rather for diplomacy, which I think is great. I think it fits your character, but right. a war is coming. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. It's coming. <laughs> huh. All right. Well, we'll call it a day, and we'll pick it up next week. And Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Dice Saga is a Saga Gaming production. Our theme music is Janice Turning by Shane Ivers from Silverman Sound Studios. You can find us on Instagram at Dice Saga, and remember, always keep playing.